Balls are back. Yeah, they had us the first half. I'm not going to lie. Oh, could be Wayne. I think I got my swagger back. Oh, oh. I love it, baby. Them orange britches. Something about them orange britches. Okay, all right, now, what I tell you, okay, all right, this decade is going to be the decade of the Vols. You got it. Rid it, dit to do, and welcome into more important issues. It is Wednesday, November 18th. Game week is back. I know some of us may not be feeling good about it right now, but hey, by Saturday, all Vols. I promise you, that's how it goes. <laughs> You're sad about it during the week, maybe a little depressed. What it's not even the Vols. It's it's that seasonal depression. It's the it's the time change. It's getting dark early by Saturday. We're fine, and you get all day Saturday. That's the good part too. Typically, you wake up Saturday morning and and it hits you. You don't even know what happened. You get to feel it happen to you all day Saturday till seven p.m. when the Vols go to the Plains and beat the War Tigers. They don't even yeah. know what they want to beat. I like war tar war war targers <laughs> war tigers. I like the that. war tigers. <coughs> I don't need to hear why. I don't care. Someone's gonna some Auburn fan or someone who Jeremy Brew likes to beat Auburn. Auburn. He does. I hope that carries over um, from eighteen and from his time at Alabama because right now it doesn't look like he wants to beat a lot of people. It's true. So hopefully he does in fact want to beat Auburn. That's my hope. We'll see. We'll see for sure. We're going to talk about the Auburn game, guys, of course. Because it's game week, we're going to talk about the QB situation. Always. JG, always. <laughs> yeah, it's a never-ending question um, of who's going to play quarterback, even though we actually know the answer. It's fun. Yeah. It's fun. And we will talk about that, of course. We'll also talk about the South Carolina search, the first college football team. Second. Second. Utah State. Who did? Utah State. That Utah State Somebody fired? corrected me. Are they even playing games? They just fire their coach. I, I mean, I'm sure they are. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I would assume if you fire your coach, you have to be playing games. But, anyways, we'll talk about the second coach in college football to fire their coach, Hugh Freeze, and 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 I guess how that could affect the Vols, who they go get. Not not saying the Vols go on a coordinate or on a head coach search, but you play them every year. They're an SEC East opponent. We'll also talk about the basketballs back in a week, and they added a game. Playing Gonzaga. I like it. In Indianapolis. Yeah, you want to we see want, that. We want all the smoke. You want to see that game happen. We got a good basketball team. We're not scared of anybody. Absolutely. You want to see, you want to see those games happen. Yeah. You want to see those games happen. It'll, it should be a good one. And we've got the college football preview. I've got my locks for the week. I think I went 4-0 last week. A couple of them were safe. I'll give it to you. If you want to crack on me for... Picking them safe, but hey, it would have been free money if you'd put money on it. So maybe it wasn't Utah State. Somebody told me that. Somebody fired a coach. Somebody fired a coach. We know that. Yeah, somebody did. And then we've got our NFL power rankings, and as always, we got our segments such as our jumbotron and our stupidities and epidemic. Guys, ask questions. Drop them in the chat. I've got YouTube up, face or uh, Twitter up. Landon's got Facebook. Drop those questions in. If we don't get to them right away, stay with us. 
we do answer them throughout or at a special place in the show if we don't answer them throughout the show. So stick with us. I'm ready to get going. I'm ready to do it. I'm ready to talk football. I'll be honest. I was a little sad, but it's kind of like game day. I got here. We started talking a little bit, and now I'm ready to talk about it. Now I'm ready to go talk Vols. Before we do that. Before, yeah. We got a little bit of business takeover. Go check out our sponsors, Tennessee Tap House, Hound Dogs, and uh, Blue Water Climate Control. Giving away a free free furnaces. It was in October, and we're getting close to the end of November, so take advantage of that for all of your HVAC needs. Let's do it. Let's get to it. Geography. Tell Ge- us where you're listening from. Do it. It's Sam Bell. He said, what's where up, Sam Bell? Where are you listening from? Sam Bell, where are you listening from? He said, what's up? What's up, man? Hope you guys are having good days. It's been a good day mm-hmm. here in Knoxville, Tennessee. Speaking of furnaces, it's been cold. Yeah, it has been cold. Um, the robe is not doing it in the mornings. So I think I'm going to have to start getting dressed. So can't take the dog out in the robe anymore. It is cold. I'm a big robe. I, but I also wear like shirt and a t-shirt underneath my robe if I'm cold. Yeah, I'm going to have to wear Well, yeah, yeah. I'm going to wear pants now. The oh. shorts are too cold. Okay. Going to have to wear pants under the robe now. So I'm going to transition from gym so shorts. Full nude to gym shorts to now pants. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. July's full nude. Yeah. Uh, September through November shorts. Now I'm, I'm going to have to throw on some some pajama pants. So and we'll, okay. we'll make it through the, the winter. Um, all right. Let's do it. Team news. We do have some team news before we get into the, the nitty-gritty of this week. So, uh, team news. I, I, the first thing we'll start with is Sean Schamberger. Mm-hmm. Focusing on academics, mm-hmm. no longer on the team the rest of this season. I don't think it's, yeah, I don't think it's on the team, just not. Uh, I, think that we had, I think Tennessee had a situation like not this last season. Just not participating in the football activities right now. Still right. on scholarship, still rostered, just maybe focusing on uh, some other parts of the student part of the athlete. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it. I guess it's a loss from a depth standpoint, but he wasn't playing very well. Um, yeah. I mean, well, and, he, and like you said, you don't want to lose that depth there. He did bring more experience than most guys. Uh, so it's definitely a loss, but it's not, not a huge hit. Right. Um, and then Balin Buchanan um, enters the, the transfer portal. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And I hope he lands somewhere, you know, that's, <clears throat> Able to work for him. Um, had a, I don't know if it's a, you'd call it an injury. Um, had some medical issues, I guess, with the spine. Well, yeah, I yeah. uh, can't remember the exact reason behind everything, but uh, just hasn't been able to find his way back on the field since those issues kind of came about. So hopefully he lands somewhere and uh, gets to finish out his college career. I think he'll be a grad transfer. Is that right? Yes, I believe he, I believe he is. Yeah, I believe he is. Yeah. Um, and then you have. So he, he started his press conference on Monday by addressing the coaches that didn't take the pay cut. And maybe said there might have been some miscommunication. This isn't the final chapter. And I guess he had to say that, but <laughs> the final like the damage is done. Yeah. I mean, like your your reputation your rep reputation is already I mean, I guess good on them if they – I mean, I guess it would be better for them to go, all right, now I'll take it, even under the microscope of uh, fan and public criticism. Yeah, a little guilt. Yeah, I mean, guilt – doing the right thing through guilt is better than not doing the right thing at all, I guess. Um, you know, you make fun of the people who give homeless people food on video, but I guess at least they're giving homeless people food. True, it's true. So, uh, yeah, I mean – I, I just and, and it's kind of the Philip Former thing. I I am happy Philip Former's already. 
I'm happy he got the extension. I think he deserves it. But let and, and I don't no one answered my question. So is he taking the fifty thousand dollar bonus retention bonus? So it was a hundred thousand that was set to get paid in December, January. And and then it got bumped up to 150 in the newest contract. Is he taking that? Because we have to see the optics behind that. We can't be mad about the coaches not taking a pay cut and then being okay with Phil Former taking an extra fifty thousand dollars in bonuses when we know the pandemic will still be going on. I think so. He's so all the other bonuses he's he's opted to not get that until June 30th. Correct. I'm not but sure. But I think about, he's eligible see, for I think the it was retention per, bonus. I think those were the performance-based bonuses, Correct. not the retention bonus. Okay, yeah, I think he's eligible to get that. I don't. I just don't. I don't see Philip Former taking that. Here, he took a 15% pay cut. And I don't it, see him doing that. Yeah. I, again, I understand. Again, it's just the shouldn't be taking more money than you were already promised before the pandemic. And then it's the. Does it not seem like they were hiding something if it wasn't announced in May? Yeah, it's it's just weird. Like why And I've I've seen people go, well they they said they weren't going to announce any of this stuff during lockdown. That's why it didn't get announced. Does that not seem like they're hiding? Like they don't want you to know. But they should have known that t- the Tennessee fans were going to find out just announce it. It's the transparency part that I think frustrates a lot of people. Why is there why why can't why do they fail at that stuff? That, yeah, so that often. was the problem with John Curry. Yeah. Why why do why does the University of Tennessee continue to fail at that in the athletic department? I don't understand. And again, I don't think it's the Phil former contract because <clears throat> you mentioned it. He probably won't take the bonus anyways. He's taken the fifteen percent pay cut. It's just like tell us in May then. Yeah. Tell the tell your fans, tell your donors, the people who are gonna give you the money for it eventually, that what's going on. And I'm sure some of the I'm sure most of the high level ones did but the people who you're asking money for for bricks though those people yeah yeah i thought that was just weird timing just like why couldn't why not wait until like the end of the year why in may yeah and and i'm sure well and and they they did mention it was being talked about pre-pandemic but again just be transparent about it yeah because, yeah, Philip Former was due for an extension. His contract runs out if you don't extend it. Perfect. Do it. But be transparent about it, at least. Now it looks like you hid something. Yeah. And it makes you, yeah, I mean, be transparent about it. It looks bad. And then, the, I mean, you came out and said Jeremy Pruitt was getting it in the middle of the pandemic. Why didn't you? With Philip Former. Were you trying to hide something? Because I think everybody can agree. Yeah, Philip Former didn't make the, the baseball hire, the basketball hire. Um he did make the football hire, which is the the team struggling. But I feel like every program is in a better place when he took over. No, oh, I over. I agree. So I, mean, I think he's. I think I'm with you. He deserves the thing. It's just a weird timing. Like, why hide it? it what, I, what, what does it matter? I mean, yeah, it's I just de- another bad look on this athletic department. Yeah, it definitely is. And I mentioned the. I mentioned it just to kind of be fair to the situation because. Someone had asked why, um, or how would you rate Philip Fulmer's job as an AD? And I just thought it, it needed to be fair. It's not that I'm. It's not a bash on Philip Fulmer, but he didn't make the hire for Tony Gutello. He didn't make the hire for Rick Barnes. He did retain Rick Barnes uh, when they thought he was going to leave Tennessee. And it, I just, those two programs are probably have the most momentum on campus. But I did mention in the tweet that the athletic director does facilitate the success, regardless. Of if he made the hire or not, Correct. he is, he does facilitate 
the environment that, that these teams, you know, have. If, if Vitello was, you know, had this program where it's at, uh, in spite of Philip Former, that shows just how much better of a coach he is. But I think it's a um, a lot of people working together to make it happen. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't think it's a knock on Philip Former that he didn't hire him. It's just no, the things you grade athletic directors on are hiring and firing because at the end of the day, that's how they get their athletic department rolling. Right. Um, he got lucky that he came into at least a good baseball coach and at least a good basketball coach. Mm-hmm. Um, so the two hires that are, I guess, probably the biggest, he did hire a volleyball coach, um, but the two hires that are probably the biggest at the moment that you're grading is Kelly Harper, the women's basketball coach, and Jeremy Pruitt, the football coach. Both juries still out on, um, but Jeremy Pruitt's just not looking like it's going to pan out. Good news is, like, it's not, oh, okay, Phil Former made this terrible hire, cut him. He gets He'll get another chance yep. to either and, – and, He'll be graded on this, you know, keeping Jeremy Bird after this year. He'll be graded on that. And with the the roster and the program being in a better position than it was in 2017, like, it's a more attractive job. Mm-hmm. Like, last time, like, there wasn't a ton of people out there that we could just go get. Or that wanted the job. There I was think mutual the, interest. I think the problem with the last coach search, is that what we're talking about? I think number one, Tennessee not being attractive at the moment. Yeah. And number two, there were a lot of, it was an unfortunate year to fire a coach. There were a lot of teams looking. Mm-hmm. So it made it a little bit more difficult. Um, so that definitely plays into it. I think if you were to look for a coach uh, this year or next year, and I'm not saying to fire Jeremy Pruitt, I still hope Jeremy Pruitt turns it around. He's got a chance to on Saturday to start riding the ship. Now, what I hate about if you went on Saturday is it will seem like the ship's, you know, getting steered in the right direction, but. You beat him in 18 in Auburn and nothing happened. So it's it's not just about Saturday. It's about winning on Saturday and more. Um, you got to go do more. But, yeah, I think – I mean, I, I like to think the athletic department, maybe not the football program as a whole, the athletic department is probably in a better spot. Financially, we'll see with the – Yeah, South Carolina thinks they can do it financially. We'll see. We'll see. Um, other team news, he mentions Harrison Bailey improved on his command – um, looking more comfortable in practice. That makes me think he's taking advantage of the opportunities given. Um, and JG's good. been out. He's back at practice now, but it, it looks like he like it looks like he's becoming more of, I guess, to everybody in the program more comfortable and, and just looks like somebody who could possibly be a quarterback in the future. I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what to think about him saying good things about Harrison Bailey. Um because Yeah, you never again, know. Yeah, JG's back at practice. So I just He he started on Sunday. It seems like he's good to go. Um from Sunday here on out. It seems like concussion protocol is no longer there. Um I don't know that for sure, but we'll see. Yep. Um we'll get in the quarterbacks here in a second. Yeah, I, we will. I, I do want to mention um he also talked about Jimmy Callaway, Jimmy Holiday and Malachi Wadman in his press conference. Again, naming the young guys. Now, let's see them. I mean, I I think we've said it for weeks now. Stop talking about them, and let's see them. Get some meaningful reps. You've had another bye week where you can get guys prepared to to play a game. Right. Let's see what you got. And he talks about explosive plays and getting turnovers, and he talked about how they beat Auburn in 2018 because of explosive plays. because of big chunk plays. I mean, what what's the best way to do that? Speed. Speed, and I mean, it's going to take some better play calling. It's going to yeah. take more than the conservative play calling you've had in yeah. 
the past two weeks, three weeks. Yep. So. I mean, because you, you don't have an offense. Like, the offense makes too many mistakes to drive the football the length of the field every single time. Right. You'd love to see those mistakes get cut out, but I don't see that happening yep. in one bye week that you got gifted. So Correct. And then he said uh, all the seniors will have an opportunity to come back next year. What is this? There's no way, right? Are you asking me about the about JG or are you asking me about I'm just like like everybody? I think I think there's gonna have to be an NC or uh an NCAA ruling on the number of scholarships next year. I think there's gonna have to be. Because like you said, it wouldn't work out. No, there's no way. Yeah, it wouldn't work out. So I think there's gonna have to be a new uh temporary rule put in place that will allow those seniors to return since it's not counting against their eligibility. And also, like, that's a lot of money for yeah. all those seniors. Uh. So, I, I don't know. I mean, I thought... We that- know money means... We know no matter what letters they send you or statements Philip Former puts out, money means absolutely nothing to the University of Tennessee. So. I mean, the, yeah, that's true. But the, the scholarship-wise, like, are they going to put a cap on it? Or are they going to just, like, free reign? I think they would have... It would be you... Get to your what 80, you have. I would think it would be get to your eighty-five, and then, or sorry, mm-hmm. yes, get to your eighty-five. But what more importantly, the scene, the people whose eligibility would have expired in twenty twenty, they will not count towards your 85. scholarship limit. Yeah, I would think that would make the most sense to me. Yeah, but NCAA doesn't do a lot of things. That Correct. That's a great point. That's a great point. Cannot bank on that. I'm not going to bet you're right. I'm not going to bank on common sense for them. Yep. Um, that's all I got for team news. Um, Perfect. We got a question about the uh, quarterback. So, someone said who in their right mind would want to come back. That was uh, C. Northside. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Um, got some geography going on. I, as, far as, as far as I know, I, I don't know who would want to come back. <laughs> I just What I don't understand is I'm never, ever – gonna buy into the crap that fans can affect a quarterback so much if he comes back. Cause wouldn't you get the hell out of here if you were if tweets and for sure that kind of stuff bothered you? Yeah. So I mean he's a head case anyway. Why I'm, I'm never gonna Why? believe that. I'm never gonna believe that if that's the case. And and it's not and it, at that point it's not even like, you know, he's just toughing it out. Like no no, that's because sometimes leaving isn't always about toughing it out. He's tough though. That's what I've heard. <laughs> All right, we have, we have a question about the quarterback from Voss for Life here on YouTube. He said, "Who's the starter this Saturday?" Well, we don't know, and I'm gonna be honest. I don't know if Jeremy Pruitt knows either. This is what I do. You want my take? This is what I do. I think you start Harrison Bailey if he does if. He proves that he can handle it, then you roll with him. If not, then you have JG come off the bench. He's done it before. You you, you put a lot of people – at least you, you're showing that you're trying to do something different. But what's the, what's the um, definition I, of insanity? Yeah, doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. I 100% agree. Um, I hate the – don't want to throw him into start against Auburn. I hated that mm-hmm. against Alabama. I hate that. Don't. That shouldn't be a thing. He has to play 
Auburn-like teams every year if he wants to be the quarterback at Tennessee. And, I mean, th- this is a, a good – like, it's not a top-five team. No. They're a team that's – they should have two more losses and, and on, they, on their on their record. And not that their defense is just absolutely terrible, but they don't have, like, a real, real strong unit on the defensive side of the ball. No, they lost they lost quite a bit on, on that defensive yeah. line. Like, you're it's not, just not the same Auburn defense. You're not looking at that past. Georgia defensive line going, they're going to eat you up. You're not looking at the Alabama uh, linebackers in secondary going, I mean, that's a tough team to throw. You know, that's not the case. No. So, it – this is not a game that you can't play him. Give him a chance to go. You you recruited him here to win you ball games. Give him a chance to go win you ball games. You're looking towards the future. You have told us now. You've told them and us for two years now that you would you don't trust Brian Maurer or J T. Shroud as your starter. You've had plenty of chances to start them. The time you had to the time you had a chance to start J T. Shroud, you started Jawan Jennings to avoid starting J T. Shroud. Yeah. So I don't mean, so don't do give, that. Give him a series and see how it goes. Start Bailey. JG comes better off the bench anyways. Plays he better does. off the bench. So if you like you said, if you have to go back to him, do it. But try something else. Yep. And it's and it's not if you just don't think ba- Harrison Bailey's bought in yet, if that's what it is, then go with Mauer. I mean, go give someone else the opportunity to be successful because you haven't. You, I mean, I guess you gave Maurer two, two drives against Arkansas. Yeah, he looked bad. But but that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's the only time you've given a quarterback other than JG a real shot this year. Because you put JT Shout in there for one drive, had him attempt a thirty yard pass, and that was it against Kentucky. Yeah. No, no faith, no faith in. But but it, whoever you play at quarterback, you got to open it up a little bit. You can't just ha- put them in there to hand the ball off. You're never going to win games in this league not scoring points. No, I agree. We got uh, Northside again here on Twitter. He said he thinks Bailey will play for one quarter and then JG will come in. <clears throat> yeah, I think, I mean, I, unless Bailey plays really, really good, I think you should start Bailey. And then if he plays really good, you play him. If he doesn't, sure, go to JG at that point. Then you've shown us, like Nathan Peterman in that first quarter against Florida in 2013, you've showed us that, yeah, okay, maybe Worley's better than him. <laughs> yeah. uh, Sven on YouTube. Sven, where are you from? We're big geography guys. I can't remember. So now. I got Bob uh, Sheth over here is in Dalton, Georgia. UT alumni. Nice. Down in Georgia. Uh, he said, I don't understand with the Vols. You have a good O-line and some decent running backs. Why don't you run the ball more? Uh, I do agree. I think one thing that hurts UT is you, you don't have a great third down back. A guy that's just a true third and down against back. against Arkansas, and, that's all we did do. Right. And it was somewhat successful, but you did lose the game. Yeah, and you got you got to be balanced. Like, yeah, you're just not gonna you're not gonna drive the football to run the same play every single time, no. or, or the running the ball every single time. You're just right. not going to. I said I said it earlier. Our offensive line, our quarterback, our running backs, everybody just makes too many mistakes to drive the length of the field every single time. Right. Uh, Northside, I think it's Chris Northside, I believe. He said he thinks Pruitt will pull, pull Bailey for no reason. Um, I could certainly see it being like a very, very uneventful period. Like, no big interceptions, no big fumbles, uneventful first quarter, and Harrison Bailey getting pulled. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, 100%. Yep. 100%. We Bob, also got uh, – I got some in here too. Bob Sheth says, UT final record by you two fellas. Final record? Right now, what I, everything I know today – Three wins max. Yep. Everything I know today. Seven. Yep. Three and seven. We also had Jason Solinger says, "Why is the why is the def- defense 
in such a bad place, in such a bad shape. Man, I, I think part of it is you've, you've not had guys that have played really, really great consistently across the board. and That's at defensive line. That's at um, your nickel position, your star, whatever you want to call it. Um, linebacker's been difficult just because you don't have a ton of depth. So it's a mix of that and then your offense. They, they haven't been able to stay on the field. So I, I think there's a, a couple of combinations of things, but I think those are probably the biggest. Um, just not a lot of consistency up front. And then you're on the field the whole game. Yeah, I just think there's a lack of turnovers. You're not that too. Yeah. You, you, so you're. I guess I should. You say that they're killing themselves that way, and then their offense isn't helping them out either. Right. Yeah. So you're you're not you're not helping your offense out by getting giving them a short field. Um. So yeah, there's just not there's not a, a lot of pass rush. It's it's very inconsistent or non-existent at times. Mm-hmm. Um. And then you've had trouble defending the middle of the field. Yeah. No. Definitely. You've not made it easy on yourself at all. Um, yeah, Max, you're right. I, you can't just run the ball the whole game. You got to be balanced. You got to be balanced, and and that's the thing. You can be run heavy. You can be run heavy, but you got to be balanced. You gotta you gotta be able to bring the defense into the box and then throw over their head. That's that's one thing. Teams load the box and you can't throw over them. Yeah. Well, they have no. They have they have no reason to not load the box. I mean, Tennessee's offense looks exactly like the Bears. <laughs> on Monday. So you're saying bring Tyler Ray in. I mean, like like Nick Foles and that whole offense had no clue. Like they didn't have an answer for – it would get third and nine, third and ten, and they would bring the house. And they had no answer for it. They would have guys running four verts. You're never going to complete a pass when they're bringing the whole house and you're running four verts. Yeah. And that, you know, part of that too, it's maybe on – Trust a wide receivers. I don't know if it's on wide receivers. Why can why can they not run short, quick stuff? You don't trust them to get the ball and get yards after catch. That's another reason. I mean, play the young guy. At least they they can run. <laughs> they can run. They can run. Uh, and then yeah, I mean, doesn't that make it so 85? much easier on a quarterback if you're just getting it out quick and the receiver is doing all the work? Uh, yeah, and I mean your run game is well. I don't know if it's just, your run game's not been great, but I guess it's been better than your pass game. So <laughs> yeah. You've made defense get in the box, so yeah, you'd think that'd be a lot easier. Yep. Uh, Northside eighty five also mentioned the lack of leadership. Leadership's killing Tennessee. Uh, he mentioned it on defense specifically, but and I'm not saying the leadership's not there, but it's not evident on the field. That's nope. for sure. Nope. So it's not. That's for sure. So we got into all that for the QB situation. Did so you, I guess that's the. Do you see what Malzahn said about? JG. Who did? Gus Malzahn. Did you see what he said about JG? I didn't. Uh, maybe. but His quote was, he's a veteran. He's played a lot of ball. Son of a bitch. That's that's what an opposing coach, that's all he had to say about, they asked about JG's development, and that's what he said. Like, opposing coaches don't even respect your, your quarterback? I mean, there's no fear. No. Yeah, it's sad. I... I mean, they're like, oh, man, they got a good quarterback. This is going to be rough. That's all our coaches said about it, though. About him, though. That's all you can. That's, right. He, he's tough. <laughs> he's played a lot of ball. I mean, that's – I don't know if I've ever heard another positive about him. You, you know um, what's – I thought about this today, What's and it, it made me feel like crap. <laughs> JG has been the best quarterback at Tennessee for the past four years.
I mean, it's hard to argue with because he's, but he's been the only guy we've seen. That's true. But besides, I guess you saw Dormandy because he started in front of him for the first couple games before he got injured. Chris wasn't good. No. But I, I think the verdicts. I don't know. Mauer was good last year before he got injured. I mean, from all we know. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. For all we know. Because we, but not a lot of people got chances. Still, like, for him to be that bad, that shouldn't be the case. Right. Yeah, JG does throw a good deep ball down the sideline, to be fair. He does. But you can't you can't get into third and ten and go verts, and they're, they're, you're not going to have time to throw that route. You got That's got to be an early down route, but we don't do that. I was watching the action last night, and, I, and that Chrome from Kent State, I was like, dude, he's better than JG, 100%. What about the Central Michigan quarterback? I want that Western Michigan quarterback. I want the Central Michigan quarterback. What's his name? Oh, the big know. one. Yeah. Thick. Yeah, 5'9", 220, 215. Ain't nothing wrong with people who are 5'9", 220. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't a damn thing wrong. I'm not 220. <laughs> I, was I wasn't going to question you. I'm right? not close to 220, thankfully, but... Dude. He's also looks at he looks healthier than I am now, so maybe that says something. I showed my parents that TikTok of you being Shrek. Oh yeah, they love it, dude. They watch it like ten times. I, my favorite part of it is when I'm laying in the grass. <laughs> That's my favorite <laughs> Just, part too. I'm glad I did that. I don't know why I was like, "Hey, this would be funny," but I'm glad I thought that. That was good. Shout out to Hobson Hollers, great host on Halloween. Yeah, it was great. It was a lot of fun. Patrick. Shout out to the other bar for Sherry's? sucking real quick. Shari Smith? I want to comment on that. Wait, what? It's that other bar. I don't even know the name of it. Hated us when we came in. We were the only people there. I was <laughs> like, you guys wouldn't be making money tonight if it wasn't for us. They were definitely hourly and did not care if we came in or not. <laughs> uh, Patrick Shari Smith says, is there any positives with UT football right now? There's a good recruiting class coming in. The season's almost over. Like that one too, <laughs> but it's not because you you could have like two more games after the Florida game now because of COVID. So gross. <laughs> um, yeah, you do have a good recruiting class coming in. Luckily, the the quarterback that you have in that class is, is solid. Um, actually moved up thirty one spots to number forty six in the country yeah. for two four seven. But so, does it matter? I don't know. At least he can run. <laughs> but will he see the field? I don't know. That's is JG back next year, <laughs> dude. That's wild to me. Six years. I mean, he's almost our age. I'm with Mark Nagy when he says it, though. If you get a chance to stay in college for the rest of your life, do it. Oh yeah. I mean, <laughs> if it's if it's him, he's probably like yeah. But the coaches at some point be like. Dude, we can't. We just can't. Do you think if he got COVID, do you think the game would get canceled? Like, Pruitt made that big like, of a deal. Like, you know how, like, they said, like, A&M. They are like, well, it's only 12 players, but it's 12 important players, so the game's probably going to get canceled. And it did. You think, like, that would happen? Like, he'd be like, we can't play this game? Maybe. <laughs> I hope not. I mean, that's... I shouldn't say that. Never mind. We're on the same thought, so you don't have to say it. But, yeah, yeah the... I, I Start another quarterback. Start another quarterback. See what happens. That's my. That's my. That's it. That's all I've got. Bruce's not giving away who the starter is, which makes me even think harder. Like that, it's JG. It kind of makes me think because you can't prepare for 
any of the other three because there's zero games on. <laughs> that's true. That's true. But yeah, I don't. I don't know. They're not gonna go watch Harrison Bailey's high school tape to watch, figure out what how he's playing. If you want to feel good about yourself, you need to go watch that. <laughs> or that, if you want to feel, feel worse. Yeah, if you if you want to feel bad, I guess about the state of the program and you know while we're playing JG, but. Well, all right. Auburn what what if he goes to Rutgers? I would love nothing more. Auburn preview. <laughs> I want to get out of this QB situation. I'm getting sadder and more sad, more sad, more sad, more sad, more sad. Um, the first thing I have written down is Pruitt hates Auburn. He does. I mean, so I mean, he, hopefully he's, he's a lot, got a good prep against him. He's won a lot of recruiting battles against him. Beat him in 2018. I just hope it can carry over to this year. Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, that like you said, he hates Auburn, so maybe he gets together the best game plan. Uh, you thought after last year he might have hit Alabama, but that was not a great game plan. So, yep. Um, I don't I, know. I think our, I, I think he'll he'll be prepared. Like our defense will be prepared. I just am not convinced that our offense can score points. No, I'm not. It's unfortunate because this Auburn defense isn't fantastic. Not that they're just terrible. Yeah. But they don't have a very like just one really really strong unit against LSU. They gave up 315 passing yards against Ole Miss. They gave up 283 yards rushing. It's which I'm sure a lot of those yards came from. Um, scrambling and getting the ball out into space, which Tennessee fails to do. Uh, but they it's not like they're holding teams to really, really low yardage and, and low points. I mean, it's a this isn't a fantastic Auburn team. It's not an Auburn team that should just dominate you for 60 minutes. No, I, I think they're very beatable. I mean, they should have got beat by Arkansas. Should have got beat by Ole Miss. So they, they should be... Two and four. Who gets fired first, Gus Malzahn or Jeremy Pruitt? Uh, until Auburn actually does it, I'm going to go with Jeremy Pruitt. You don't believe they'll fire Gus Malzahn? You think they're all talking? He's on the hot seat every year. I know. That's what's funny. I think whoever loses this game, it's going to be hilarious. Like Tennessee or Auburn. Because if Auburn loses to Tennessee this year, I mean, I think he could be fired soon what about 2018 i don't disagree <laughs> we were terrible but auburn wasn't that bad that that year like they should have lost to arkansas this year they could have easily lost to Ole miss they're they're two and four then yeah they should be two and four they lose to tennessee i think it's interesting to point out that gus malzahn could be looking for a job we just trade I just, I mean, I'd I trade OCs. You want Chad Morris? Sorry, Gus Malzahn. Oh, okay. I was about to say, whoa. I would, like, if he got fired. I mean, fired, maybe Chad Morris is a decent offensive mind, but he's a terrible head coach. <laughs> yes. Uh, I mean, I'm just saying, yeah, just that would be, that's going to be fun to watch whoever wins this game. Tennessee fans are already on edge. You say Jeremy Pruitt's name one more time. I've noticed a lot of people have stopped addressing him as Jeremy Pruitt on or on Twitter. Um, Just call him Skull Can or Gump or gum, something. Gump, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So, so Auburn, Bo Nix is their quarterback. I think he's very inconsistent. Um, he's a little turnover friendly, which is maybe a good thing. See, the Tennessee. thing I don't like about playing Bo Nix is that he tries to make plays and extend plays. He does. And that kills Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Yep. Somehow more than just executing the original play. Right. Yeah, he, he's a lot better at just, like, making something out of nothing than right. just actually doing 
what was expected of him in the first place. No, absolutely. Um, he, and, and he's not a bad quarterback, but you you're right. Turnover friendly would be a good way. Yeah, to turn, he is. He's more that picks than JG. Probably because JG hasn't really thrown the ball in two games. But <laughs> correct. Um, you have Anthony Schwartz, who, who's the the fastest player in college football. You got to watch out for him. Uh, Seth Williams is probably one of the better receivers in the, in the conference. Um, 511 yards, three touchdowns. I think he's a bigger. He's like six three, six four. Um, so he's a bigger wide receiver. So. Yeah, there's definitely two. You got you have two guys that are really going to challenge you on the outside. That it's going to be tough for Tennessee. I'm sure Auburn will look to uh, really abuse the middle of the field. So it's going to take a good game from not just that star position, but also uh, the linebackers. Yep, in, in pass defense. And, and Tank Bixby, he's a true freshman, but he's has 503 yards. He's rushed for 100 yards in three of the last four games. Um, looks already like one of the better backs in the SEC. So yeah, um, got a game plan for him as well. I just. And Bo Nix is their second leading rusher. Um, to point out, you know the kind of dual threat he is. Yeah, but their their defense just isn't. They're kind of close in yardage to Tennessee, and they like the offenses they've gone against. Yeah, they went against Ole Miss, but they haven't gone against Florida. They haven't gone against Alabama yet. Um, right. So Kentucky, Georgia, South Carolina, Arkansas. You know those four offenses are probably. You know, with Tennessee, probably the worst. Couple offenses in the SEC, <laughs> up there. Yep. So that might be a little skewed their way, but I think this is a beatable team. I just don't. I just don't know if Tennessee can score points. I really don't. Yeah, I'm. I very beatable. I don't know if Tennessee can go and beat them. Right. At least the state they're in now. But to be fair to Tennessee's football program, it is a very big roller coaster. So this seems like the point where start heading up, and then. I like your optimism. <laughs> you get a bye week. Make the most of it. You didn't make the most of it against Arkansas. You get another redo. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Speaking I mean, of, speaking of roller coasters, I think I had a good comparison for JG because everyone's called him a roller coaster. Well, if you, I don't ride a lot of roller coasters, but if you know roller coasters, yeah. the farther you go up, typically the harder that drop is. Sure. He was trending up, trending up, played good against South Carolina, Missouri, and whew, that drop-off was hard. Yeah. I think we just cried. We went right off the tracks. <laughs> yeah. It was – you went – they did not engineer it very well. Right. It, it just, like, <laughs> stopped. They just cut it in half, and we just went right it into was, the pavement. It was bad. Um, but, yeah, that oh, – I'm just so sad when I think about where we – we started where we ranked 21. I don't even remember now. It's how long ago it's been. I know, we were thinking, we're like, oh, dude, we could be in the top 15 after we beat Kentucky. Yikes. I don't even know why we talk about sports. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see a sign of life. If you go, yeah. if you go play fine. decent against Auburn and lose a close game, you competed. You showed a sign of um, life, a sign of excitement. I think that's the bare minimum. Go compete. Yeah. I mean, that's. I think rolling JG out there is going to have the same effect on the team as it has on the fans. You're going to go again. Really? Yeah. And I, I think this is like you, you got another week to, to get Harrison Bailey ready. You got, you, you don't have to go against the top five team. You don't have to go against the top defense in the SEC. It's a, a beatable Auburn team. 
So let, let's see something else. The odds makers don't think so, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, I definitely would not pick Tennessee to cover the 10.5 points, but. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. But also kind of, I kind of want to take Auburn to cover those 10.5 points because yeah, I'm happy I, either way. Well, I don't know about happy. Tennessee maybe lose by nine and right, it could yeah, be really I mean, sad. That, yeah, that's that's probably how it, it'll end like. Just take the Auburn money line. Like 12 to three or something Just like that. Just take the Auburn money line. I might. Put $50 Auburn money on. Is $50 worth your Tennessee happiness? No. $50 is $50. I think it's worth my Tennessee happiness. That's cheaper than a ticket. I don't know. That's a lot of money. You win. Kill me. <laughs> Let's see how much you'd win right now if you went and put $50 on the Auburn money line. You'd probably win like what? 36-ish back? I don't know what they were. No, more than that. You'd probably win like 45 think we'll see let's go over here i don't really trust gus either though. <laughs> like that but tennessee wins that's true but, tennessee wins i mean tennessee won in 2018 and then after that was a disaster too so. <laughs> nick smith said uh do you think Pruitt's job is in any jeopardy this season does he get a pass for the covid year or if he goes winless except maybe vandy does former pull the plug man i I think if if you lose out, you got to do something. Yeah. And if you just beat Vandy and you're not competitive in those other three games, I think, and if it's because of your offense, I don't. I just don't get the. I really don't get the offense because South Carolina. You look at the first game of the season. We barely ran the ball in the first half, and then we start. Something happened at halftime, and we started running the ball in the second half, and then now we. We can only run the ball. I don't, yeah. And, and, yeah, J.G.'s turned the football over. He only has three interceptions. He's got less than Bo Nix. <laughs> but I mean, they've come at really bad times. Also. And he's fumbled a lot. What's the percentage? You know, what is his percentage based? No, it's probably a lot. Compared to Bo Nix especially. So. But, like, you're still not scoring points. That's, no, that's yeah. You've got, like, I mean, you've got to find a way to score more points. You've got to be more efficient on offense. Right. You've got to stay on the field. You've got to get into field goal range. You've got to score more points, period. Period. I mean, look at Jim Chaney when Tyler Bray and Justin Hunter and Patterson were here. We threw the ball everywhere. So I'm, not even, just, I'm, I'm not even asking for that style of offense. I'm yeah. asking just to mix it in. But, yeah, it just doesn't make sense why we're just – if is it just the quarterback? Is that the only reason why we're not throwing it at all? Because that's – some of that's on you because that's kind of development. And right. you, know, you put him out there. It's The coach makes the decision. I don't know. I, I, I'm interested to see how much Jeremy Pruitt has a hand in the offense. Because I'm like, dude. It looks very similar to a tossing Helton offense. That's all I'm saying. like, dude, That's all I'll did, say. Have you not learned? It's not, it's not working, man. Stay out of the way. Go coach your defense. They need all the help they can get right now, too. You don't have to change your entire philosophy. Um, you don't have to change your entire structure of your program to make a few tweaks to put yourself in good positions. That's awesome. Yep. This is in the 1980s. You're not going to win football games, run the ball 80 times a game. No. Oh. All right. Well, I just want to score points. Let's talk about the South Carolina search so we can talk about basketball soon. <laughs> Sounds like they're not getting Hugh Freeze. 
I don't know. Who knows if what this they they think Hugh Freeze just wants to be at Tennessee, so that's why they're not even focusing on him. Who knows? I mean, you got to get Jamie Caldwell or Luke Fickle, right? Like you, if you, but do they go? I mean, they got to know that a program's going to take a chance on, like a better program's going to take I a think chance they go on Napier. Soon. Okay, I, I think that's that's. I mean, will he go? I don't know. I mean. South I feel Car- like those three coaches should know a big program is going to call if you wait. Yeah, that's my thing with, with South Carolina now. It's like, yeah, you fired your coach. You probably wanted a head start. But what coach is going to leave right now? Yeah. So, yeah, you might get a head start on, like, contacting I mean, people. But, like, you can only hire one person. Right. I mean, you get it. I feel like if Caldwell – Fickle, Napier, all weighed out. I mean, you could potentially have LSU open soon. You maybe not this year, next year. Auburn open soon. You could potentially have uh, FSU open soon. I mean, there are some programs that you can win more games at than South Carolina. Yeah, that should open soon. Now the good thing is you're in Michigan. The... Should could open soon. Michigan could open soon. I don't know if I want to be at Michigan while Ohio State's on the high they're on. That's tough to recruit. Now Napier does compete. have does have like South Carolina ties. Okay. Um he was he he played quarterback at Furman. He is from Cookville. Yes. Um or he was born in Cookville. But in, I think he grew up in Georgia. Right. Yeah, I think his dad was a his a coach. Um but was the OC and quarterback's coach at Clemson was tight end coach at Clemson. So he's got some South Carolina ties, I guess. He's a GA at Clemson. That's where he started his coaching career. I feel like that's the opposite of South Carolina ties, though. I feel like that's a guy who's like, I will never step foot in South Carolina. In South Carolina, yeah. <laughs> I don't if, know. I mean, if he's like that. Just holds. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if he is. I don't know if he's. Which, I, I want to know, like, how how do coaches, like, think of, like. Because I feel like it's different from being a player than like a coach i think it depends i mean like there's no way i feel like it depends you know length and then probably mindset and how like like nick saban's probably learned to truly hate auburn you've been there long enough you learn to hate those teams you think he hates lsu um uh yeah i'm sure okay yeah you've been at alabama long enough that's a good point he went from lsu to alabama well not directly but because I feel yeah. like Pruitt's different. Like, he played at Alabama. Right. That's an interesting one. Um, a lot of people would argue that you shouldn't have hired him. <laughs> I don't know. I Yeah, I don't, I don't know how those how coaches think in that situation. Because also, money talks. And if South Carolina offers him enough money, I'm sure he don't give a shit about where he played college football. Did his grad assistant position at. So, What about Sark? Do you touch? I don't know. That's probably a lot of money. Probably. I don't know if you. T- I don't know if it's time to touch Sarkeesian yet. And I, I don't really know much. I think Luke Fickle is kind of like a. There's just some guys that just like stay in the same area, and he's kind of always been like a up north person. So I'm I'm wondering if he just like doesn't have any. Maybe interest. that's the maybe that's the Michigan guy. Next Michigan guy. Maybe it is. Yeah. Could be. So. Jamie Chadwell, do you know he played at ETSU? 
I didn't. I knew he had. I knew he had Tennessee ties too. I didn't know what he's they from were. Anderson County. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I, I believe that's right. Yeah, I, d- I did know he had Tennessee ties. I, w- I was not sure what they were. Yep. Might be Tennessee's year. Could be. Decade of the Vols. I mean, it, at least we have some coaches available if we if we are looking for one that has some Tennessee ties. Yeah. Okay, here's my At this thing. point, just go hire like, people, the best Chinese football coach or something. I don't know. People love the Hugh Freeze. And if he came, came here and win, I'm all for it. But, like, is he like that? Is he like our Grey White Buffalo? Really? <laughs> He's beat Alabama, what, three, twice, three times? Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I just, well, if he comes here and, I, it's just a hard time for me believing that things are going to change under a coach. I just, I just think Tennessee is kind of cursed. Cursed by who? Haslam. Yeah, something we Fulmer. did. We did something. It might be full. I mean, like that's when things like all went to crap. But they got rid of him. Is when things went to crap. So yeah, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so it's the former curse. You think he's here to seek revenge and not not bring not restore greatness? You think he's seeking revenge? <laughs> you think maybe he's gonna? You could probably make the case, but him taking a 15 percent pay cut, maybe not. <laughs> I do like, and he's a lifer. Like he's, that's the thing with him taking that, get, getting an extension. Like it's not like he's getting more money to go somewhere else. Like right. it, it's, he's gonna retire if he leaves in Tennessee. Yeah, I agree. No, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you're right. It, it seems like a, the coaching change isn't. You know, it's not a magic coaching change. And sure, you can argue it's the wrong guy or whatever. But it's just like it seems like the same problems. Persist at Tennessee, no matter who's in charge. Yep. So, I don't understand it. I don't know. Um, Anthony Rollins says, "What can our defense do to shore up the middle of the field? We have been exposed all year. We can't seem to stop the pass over the middle. What do you all think?" I think a lot of that is how you line up and taking away that slant. Just how you line up. Um, leverage. Yeah. That you've got to be. Uh, so you need good play from your. Your nickel, your star position. You need good pass coverage from your linebackers. Um, you need a better job, and some of that is is they're getting sent on blitzes um, when and we're getting toasted by blitzing. Yep. Teams are taking advantage of when we blitz and because that's the only time we can get a decent pass rush right. is when we blitz. So yeah, I think it's a lot of things. I think pass rush, leverage. When the and I just don't think we have a super athletic guy at the star position. That definitely kills it. And then your safeties have got to help there, and they're not doing a fantastic job either. If you jump um, a slant, if somebody jumps a slant and makes a quarterback think twice, and every quarterback from the rest of the season has to watch that on film and be like, oh, i got to watch them if they, they could jump this slant. I'm not saying you – Then don't get beat on the sluggo. <laughs> yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying you get beat on it, but I'm saying that if you jump one – yeah, people, it, makes, people, it yeah. makes it more difficult. Helps your helps your defensive play caller too if yeah. you can jump that slant. Yep, gives him gives him. Uh, yeah, and it doesn't have to be a safety. It can be a linebacker. No. Yeah, yeah. It can be a linebacker. It could it could be a corner if you get the right leverage. And I mean, a lot of that is a is a guessing game and um, knowing exactly having really really good instinct. But it could. I mean, it could be a corner. Yeah. 
We, Lord knows we'll play eight yards off of them. We have the space to freaking jump it. All right. Let's get happy. Basketball, baby. One week. Dude, we're going to score some points. We're getting steals, fast breaks, dunks. Oh, man. What is this defense going to be like? Oh, it's going to be nasty. Think so? Yeah. I'm excited. I'm excited for Eve's pawns to when he blocks someone to see their soul leave their body. Don't you get me all riled up in this? Chair? I hope he. I hope he is able to block a couple shots out of the gym because there's not enough people like in the, um, the entrance. The what are those called? Tunnels. Yeah. To like keep the ball from going out of the tunnel. So hopefully a couple balls get blocked out of the gym. Oh man. I'd love nothing. It's getting more. hot in here now, dude. You're firing me <laughs> up. Say saying what you like, huh? Yeah. Saying what you, you want to You know what I like. Um. So Tennessee. The, the Tennessee-Memphis rivalry will play yep. um, next season at Bridgestone Arena. That will be played on December 18th. What's your thoughts on the on the rivalry? Do you like it? Yeah, I think it needs to be played every year. They need to figure out a way. Uh, this year, I guess, if you can't agree on a home a home game, then I understand um, why it doesn't happen this year. Like I get that. But, yeah, I think it needs to be happening every year. So how is Gonzaga happening? Did, did I, Do I misunderstand the rule? How is it happening in Indianapolis? I thought there were no neutral side games. I don't know. I really don't know. I, I mean, I, I just know that I don't know if it has to do with Memphis. So Be, you because like Rick Barnes and Mark Few are going to figure that out one way or another. And maybe the Jimmy V Classic. That Maybe got some that, kind of waiver. It yeah. is. I mean, the NCAA office is in Indianapolis. If that has any, if I don't know why that would have an effect, but yeah, <laughs> we're gonna. I don't know. I, I just didn't know if you knew why it was happening. But yeah, I mean, I understand that the Memphis rivalry can't happen this year because you did the, the neutral site game at Bridgestone was worked out to be this year. Correct. So they just moved it back. So that's good. They did after the original spat between Penny and Rick Barnes. It it looked like maybe that rivalry would. Um, I think that well, that's what away, makes but, it so great. Right. Um, seems like maybe the last year they both said that it needed to continue. So hopefully it will. Um, but yeah, you're right. That That's part of the thing that makes that Memphis rivalry so great. It was great to have Memphis in Knoxville last year. Great to see Tennessee get the win over Memphis in Memphis the year before. Um, yeah. I mean that you can't tell me Penny Hardaway and Memphis didn't enjoy winning that one in Knoxville. You oh, don't yeah. get to do it again. If you don't keep that rivalry alive right. and you'll do it again at some point. So Needs to happen. Yep, I agree. I mean, a, a, what makes a rivalry so special is the teams love to hate one another. Yeah, I, that spat obviously feud could have kept it. I think the fact that Memphis won in Knoxville this past year gave that that the rivalry more hope of staying alive. Yeah. So staying, staying. Hopefully, it will. We'll see. Hopefully and then so. uh, we play Gonzaga, December second, number one, Gonzaga. December 2nd in the Jimmy V Classic, like Caleb said, it will be in Indianapolis at 7 p.m. on ESPN. Prime time, baby. It's going to be a lot of fun. It'll be a lot of fun. Are you scared? No. We went to smoke. I love it. What was that day again? December 3rd? 2nd. 2nd. Like, I, I just love the confidence. Like, yeah, we got a good basketball team. Well, Rick Barnes would play Gonzaga any year. Oh, yeah, that's true. But 
I mean, it like you. You're not going in thinking, oh man, we got to play them again. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, no. It's definitely a, a different feeling, and it's going to be a fun. It's, it's you want to if you're a Kentucky fan, you want to play Duke every year. You want that even if you lose, you want that opening game against Duke because yeah. when you win, it's a lot more fun. Yeah, that's like the uh, like we play Alabama in, in football. We're like, oh crap. Here we go. The last 14 years, of, or however many years, have sucked, though. 13 years. Yep. Golly. Why do, you, why do you always make me so sad? Why do you bring up the Sorry, dude. things that are going to make you me talk about the most it? sad? I don't We're going we'll to Asheville we'll this weekend. We are going to Asheville this weekend. That's going to be a lot of fun. Um, can't believe you're not riding bikes. can't believe you decided to go golf instead. I don't even own a bike. And I'm never going to own a bike. I am going golfing. You would love it. I think I'm going to call and try to get the tee time changed. I misunderstood, so... We'll see. We'll see if we can. Here's the thing, though. Ah, we'll talk about it later. I'll, I won't. I won't leave you guys on the on the hook for that. But I uh, want to know the best. Let's what? Let's talk about what the best breweries in in Asheville. I, I want to hear some of those. If, yeah, if you have those some of those, in. drop them in the chat. I do have some questions. Awesome. Well, I do want to. I do want to talk about the basketballs because we haven't talked about them a ton. I know we've talked about them a little bit, um, but I just kind of want to run through their schedule early on. Uh, if I can pull it up here, that first couple weeks of December is gonna it's be gonna be challenging. It's yep. gonna, I mean, like you said though, you want to play those games, so that's you know that's exciting. But yeah, like Tennessee could be like right off, nah, above five, barely above five hundred going into conference play. We're gonna be undefeated. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, these losses wouldn't be the worst. So you got Charlotte and VCU. That's in the Volunteer Classic. That'll be a fun weekend. Charlotte and VCU will play each other between. The Tennessee-Charlotte game, Tennessee-VCU game, that one will be fun. Then you go on the road to play Gonzaga. Neutral site game. You play Gonzaga, ESPN, and then two days later you play Notre Dame at Notre Dame. Not that Notre Dame's great, but it's a tough little stretch. It's a worthy opponent. It's a worthy opponent at Notre Dame. Um, and then you get Cincinnati after that. App State. Okay, I, I gave more people credit. You couldn't be 500. You should be mm, two loss max going into conference play. Max, now, now that I think about it, they're doing the bubble in Indianapolis for the NCAA tournament, so I don't know if that has effect of why Tennessee's able to play Gonzaga in Indianapolis. Gotcha. They don't have enough time to like quarantine around then, so. Yeah, I don't know. No clue. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that realistically, that Gonzaga should be the only loss on your schedule. I mean, you have Notre Dame, but I think, I think Tennessee should take care of business that game. The only way I see you probably losing to Notre Dame is if you don't if you beat Gonzaga and then kind of have a hangover. Yeah, have a coming down game. Other than that, I think Tennessee should be in a really really good situation to open conference play against Missouri. I'm ready. I think I I think I'm ready to to say the Vols are going to win 25 games in a 25 game year. <laughs> 26 now. I'm thinking like, if you win 20 games, I, I think that's – you should win 20 games. If, yes. if they're as good as we think they're going to be. I get – God. Let's just wait. Let's wait until next week before we make a decision like 20, that. 27 games. I think you should win at least 21-22. This team. Now, you do have Kansas, Kansas, Gonzaga, two Kentucky games on that schedule. I, I still think 20 – 21 and 22 is not out of the realm of possibility. Dude, can we beat LSU and Auburn, please? I just I want to beat both of them. Auburn scares me just because of this, their style of play. Um, 
does. They lost a lot. They did lose a lot, but it's their style of play that's affected Tennessee more than anything. Yeah, and it's just like that mental right barrier. We'll see. I just hate that Bruce Pearl gets to walk into freaking Thompson Bowl and smiling and shaking hands. Can we quit? See, that's another thing. I want to go back to the days of hating coaches and teams. I want to go back to those days. Like, I don't want to go, oh, we'll let Kiffin back. No, F Lane Kiffin. He left Tennessee. Good riddance. Yeah. F. Get him out. Bruce Pearl. If you want to stay at Tennessee, you, you, shouldn't, Twitter you shouldn't have had that barbecue. <laughs> F him. He's gone. Damn you, Kraft. <laughs> Aaron Kraft, that's his first name. Let him be. It wasn't even worth it. I want to beat the living hell out of Bruce Pearl every time he walks into Knoxville. And every time Tennessee goes to Auburn. I'll punch Stephen Pearl right in the face. Ugly arena. I will. I don't, it's not even an arena. It's a gym. It's a gymnasium. Is it an arena? I don't know. What? Auburn's. I'm pretty sure it's small. Who cares? I want to beat him. Stephen Pearl got mad at me one time because I said Auburn sucks. He sucks. <laughs> Literally, he was terrible. Whoa, 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 whoa. You're talking to a starter. <laughs> what, he started like two games? I think he started a lot. Really? I think so. Daddy ball. His senior year. Daddy ball. <laughs> <laughs> You're right. His early early on, it wasn't, it wasn't fun. All right. I guess that's all I got for basketball. You got anything else? Who's your leading scorer? Game one. Game one? Game one. John Fulkerson. Me too. I almost said Viscovi. Ooh, that's a good pick. That's a good pick. I didn't think about that. Mm, yeah, Folk. I think I gotta go Fulkerson. If it's not Fulkerson... He's alive for now. He he doesn't even... There's no pressure on him like having to... to to show out his senior year because he, he can do it all again next year. Yeah, he's fine. He's good. All right, college football. Let's do it. College football preview. You want your locks for the week now or later? I'll tell you one thing. Buffalo is a good football team. Did you watch them Tuesday night? Yep. Got I watched them two weeks them? in a row. Yeah, they're, they're good. <laughs> Who's their coach? Can we get him? I don't know, but they got a... Patterson, Jared Patterson, their running back, is legit. I think he had like 300 yards last night. Nice. Wow. I'm telling you, man. I mean, go get a freaking quarterback out of the Mac and let's roll. Let's do it. I like that. All right, you want your, your this week's locks now or later? What do you want? How do you want this? Uh, I want them now. You want them now? Okay. Lock of the week. Maryland, minus six versus Michigan State. Take them. Uh, take who? Maryland. Maryland. Uh, take, take minus six over minus Michigan six. State. Tulia Tungabola is going to throw for a lot of yards. I mean a lot. And he's going to score a lot of points. Next I mean, one. I was I was sounding out the Ui Ungulele. It's close. Yeah, I, I was doing it last night, but I, I just can't find it right now. It might come to me. Second, lock of the week. Staying in the Big Ten. Iowa. Minus two and a half versus Penn State. It's really Big Ten. Take them. Take them. Penn State's terrible. 
Take Iowa. I think I'm Iowa's done. offense can score this year, guys. I'm definitely not betting on any Big 12 team, so don't even put There's no – perfect. There's no Big 12. Okay, good. No I'm SEC good. this week either. I didn't like Elon's. I don't think I did any SEC last week either. Yeah, you did Florida. Did I? I did Florida, and it hit. Suck it. <laughs> I, did you see the Florida line this week? Like 31 over Vandy? Yeah, I was nah. like, I almost, I almost put it as a lock. Third lock. USC minus three versus Utah. Utah's first game. USC's rolling. Take them. Three? Ooh. Take them. My last one. You know who it is. The Coastal Carolina Shots. Jamie Chadwell. Jamie Chadwell. Minus five and a half over App State. Take them. Ooh. Caleb Mitchell does not recommend parlaying any of these locks. Parlays never work out in your favor. Don't play them. They're stupid. Just take the locks individually. That was my disclaimer. Dang, dude. But I hate doing that, though. You hate doing them individually? Like, like... You can par- you can parlay it, but you can't blame it on me. I know, but the okay. parlay, like it 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 doesn't hit a lot, but it's also like you gotta put more money into Parlays cancel out my locks. If you parlay them, you can't be mad about them. Period. You can only take the locks themselves. <laughs> and yell at me about it. You could money line those though. Yeah, they don't pay they're out all, as good. They're all pretty close. Like it, I'm taking all like the I'm taking all the favorites there. So I tried to. I looked. I'm sorry, guys. I did look for one that that uh, I looked for somebody to cover as an underdog, but I didn't see any that I liked. So yeah, last week it was Miami, right? Miami was the underdog, um, and I don't know if it was a lock that I announced on the show, but I did take it. Oregon State versus Washington, fourteen and a half point underdogs took them to cover, and they did. So. But I didn't see any that I was gonna. I was willing to call them locks this week. I got a couple underdogs that should cover, but we'll see. Uh, George said, "If I was going to bet Iowa versus Penn State, I would take Iowa." Yeah, I would too. Yeah, I kind of want to pick them to cover, but I'm just like, there's maybe there's a point. Does Penn State have a new coach after this year, dude? They that is bad. interesting to talk about. They look bad. I mean, we look bad, but they look bad. Well, and they, they should be in a better situation because they've had more recent success in Tennessee. Yeah. Oh, we got some questions. I want to get to those before we forget. Christopher Nichols, he has two questions for us. If Pruitt Sorry, is allowed- I can only answer one for free. <laughs> if Pruitt is allowed to stay on for one more season but has to get rid of some people, who gets the axe? I think. It's got to be Chaney right yeah, now. Chaney and Winky, probably. Chaney and Winky could see friend. There's, I mean, there's a couple guys you can see. Uh, I mean, I think it's, yeah. You already saw Brumball. Yeah. Somebody else said Winky here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think Winky's definitely a candidate for that. Um, George said, if you didn't take Florida minus 31 versus Vanderbilt, just give away free money. It will easily be a 40-point spread. I don't entirely disagree, but I'm not willing to call it a lock. Yeah, and <laughs> it's just, and Vandy won me money last week. $45. To be fair, it was an 80-point spread. It was, but they won me money. So I'm not I'm not going to kill them on the, on the line this week. If you didn't take that, you literally gave away free money. Yeah. At least put a dollar in and win your dollar and a half back or whatever. Or oh, 50 cents back. I was going to go on an absolute rant if they got beat by 85 points. <laughs> I was honestly rooting for it at that point because I was like, it would just be too funny not to pass up. 
it'd be too funny not to pass up. So we got a lot of people in here, and I want you all to win money. So I'm going to go back over the locks real quick. Locks of the week. Number one, Maryland, minus six versus Michigan State. Iowa, minus two and a half versus Penn State. Take it. South Carolina, minus three versus Utah. Sorry, not South Carolina. I'm an idiot. I have USC in my mind. USC, that's Southern California. Yeah. Not Southern California. Not Southern Carolina. Both are must champless. True. Neither. <laughs> Will Muschamp doesn't coach at either of those schools. Uh, so that's USC minus three over Utah. Coastal Carolina. Shots. Five and a half points. For App State. State. I've got a I've got an extra one too. I've got an extra one. I need to I need to double check the line. It's Iowa State and Kansas State. I'm gonna call this It's eleven, right? I'm gonna call this my Ross Kivitz lock of the week. <laughs> I don't know. I don't want to put his name on it unless unless he allows me to. We'll have to reach out to him. Um, but I thought he would like that Kansas State Iowa, Iowa State line. It, they Iowa State is favored quite a bit, and I think I like Kansas State to cover. Not gonna call it a lock, but you can have it for free. Me and Landon said we don't bet on Big Twelve games anymore. No, done with that. So not gonna call it a lock, but it's a freebie. Iowa State's favorite 11 points. That's my underdog this week. I'm taking Kansas State plus 11. And if you are going to do Big 12, just don't do West Virginia. Nope. Any game that involves West Virginia is a no-go. Neil Brown, I got some words for you, buddy. <laughs> um, Christopher Nichols also has his last question. Heaven forbid we lose to Vandy and we fire Peru outside of freeze. Who are some good options at head coach? I think they're kind of – Similar to South Carolina. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's the up-and-coming guys, these schools that are doing well. I mean, sure, there may be a good candidate out there at the end of the year when you look at the the landscape, but right now it's just kind of up-and-coming guys. Mm. And, and Hugh Freeze. Yeah and, there, yeah, and then there's probably some coordinators in there, too, that their names will get thrown in the I'll hat. tell you one guy that, like... Jim Chaney's 1-0 is Tennessee's head coach. I just thought I'd note that. That's true. Who's... Um, Brady Hoke will probably put his name in the hat. All caps. All caps. He's 0-1, right? No, he's like 0-3. maybe? He's not good. <laughs> mm. Yeah, he's bad. Anyway, <laughs> all caps. And I, One guy I would just like, I don't know if he'd leave, but it's one guy I would call and be like, hey, man, love to have you. Make him say no. Joe Brady. Carolina Panthers OC. It'd be tough to have him leave the NFL. I just, I don't think he does. I think there's just less stress with the NFL. Less stress, and he's gotten himself ahead. He's gone from college to the NFL. You'd assume he wants to stay there. Yeah, probably and probably tough. And, and he will probably be a head coach in the NFL soon. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate that name. I like that. But name. I mean, look at LSU now, and look at them last year. Yeah, I think. Yeah, a lot I, of that was Joe Burrow had a big part in that, but Joe Brady was behind the scenes guy. He put all that together. Yeah, and I don't hate that name. I think one thing that scares people right now is guys who haven't been head coaches. Um, so that is worth noting. But, but they want to score points. They do want to score points. There you go. I mean, that. I, I think you definitely – Jeff Munkin is another one that's kind of been thrown around with South Carolina, I think just because their AD is like an Army guy. But it's a triple option. No no one – huh? Please hire him. Please. <laughs> I'm just like, dude, that's Please. never going to work in the SEC. I pray they hire him. And Andy Hibbett brought up a good point. They're probably going to get rid of the um, the cutting in in college football. Just with knee injuries and all that stuff, that's probably coming. So 
We it, it's also worth mentioning. Isn't Paul Johnson known as like one of the greatest minds of the triple option? Yeah. Okay. So it needs to be noted that since he won eleven games in twenty fourteen in the ACC, who's not that's not been a stellar conference lately. Uh, since then, he's gone three and nine, nine and four, five and six, seven and six. So, and he lost to Tennessee in 2017, so out. Yeah. I mean, it. yeah, it, it just – you're limited on, on your recruits. You're limited on your offensive playbook. I mean, it's usually just like left, right, left, right. <laughs> right. He won a conference title one time at Georgia Tech. It was in his second year. Yeah, so – I mean, hey, if South Carolina wants to do it, but it, it would never work in the SEC. I'll say that. Would he win games? Sure, he'll win a few games. Will he win an SEC title? No. Would he win a national championship? If he didn't win an SEC title, wouldn't win a national championship. So and I think the game, like, it's it just it, – it was outdated when Paul Johnson was doing it, and it's really outdated now. When you look at offenses like Florida – Alabama, Ole Miss, you know, they, they're just putting up points. Yeah. And doing it, like, quickly. It's not just like, hey, I'm going to put up 25 points and, you know, we're going to run the ball 80,000 times. Yes. It – yeah, it's dumb. Don't – hire him. Please hire Jeff Monk. <laughs> Please. I would beg you to hire him. So right. smells good. Let's run through some college football games real quick. Uh, stop me if you like any. I'll stop if I like any. Uh, Tennessee at number 23, Auburn. Starting off the week, or ending the week, I guess. It's a 7 o'clock game just before the Pac-12 at dark. Uh, then you've got Missouri at South Carolina. See if South Carolina, South Carolina get a little bit of the uh, interim mojo rolling. We'll see. Who is their interim? Is it Bobo? <laughs> is it? I think so. <laughs> uh, then you've got number 6, Florida at Vanderbilt. That's so. They're just going to hire Mike Bobo. That'd be awesome. LSU at Arkansas. Kentucky at number one, Alabama. Mississippi State at number 13, Georgia. That's out of the SEC. Uh, starting tonight, these games may have already be under may already be underway. Northern Illinois at Ball State. Toledo at Eastern Michigan. Western Michigan at Central Michigan. Go get your action in right now. All you want. Thursday, Tulane at number 25, Tulsa. That's your only Thursday game. Friday, Syracuse at Louisville. New Mexico at Air Force, Purdue at Minnesota, and UMass at Florida Atlantic. I mentioned some of those because if you are on any of the betting apps, there's a couple good lines in there, a couple good over-unders. Go check them out. Going back to Saturday, oh, worth mentioning too, Mississippi State at A&M was canceled in the SEC. It was. Worth mentioning. Uh, Saturday, UCLA at number 11, Oregon. Number 9, Indiana at number 3, Ohio State. This line is interesting. 20 and a half. Checked it before the show started. It's moved. Not sure. I'm not touching Indiana. I'm not touching Notre Dame. I'm done. Not nope. touching Indiana. Ah, guys, I think I take Indiana to cover. I'm no. buying into it. I'm I think I'm buying it. into the hype. Number four, Clemson at FSU. Mentioned App State at number 15, Coastal Carolina. Illinois at Nebraska. Michigan State at Maryland. Mentioned that game as well. Eastern Carolina at Temple. Number seven, Cincinnati at UCF. Cincinnati's favored by seven points. You think so? Or does the 2018 national champion 
win it. I don't know. That's an interesting game to me. I kind of want to watch it, but I don't really want to bet on it. Okay, fair, fair, fair. Mention this one as well. Iowa at Penn State. Take them. Take them. Take them. Go do it right now. Then you've got Cal at Oregon State. Mention this one as well. Landon will stay away from it. Kansas State at number 17, Iowa State. You've got Virginia Tech at Pitt. I also like this one. I'm just not high on Pitt. No. Like super high on them. I like it. I think I would take Pitt. I think they're... Shoot. I had it in my mind earlier. I should have written it down. They are... Just three and a half point underdogs. I think I like Pitt money line. Who are they playing? Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech lost to Liberty. Correct. And Miami. And Miami. They did put up a good fight against Miami. Uh, they, they almost beat them. Uh, we got a Notre Dame guy in here. said Notre Dame is winning the ACC. Book it. I mean, they've got a easy road from here on out. Yeah. They did They did the hard part. They did the hard part. Uh, then you got Oklahoma State. Number 14, Oklahoma State. At number 18, Oklahoma. Michigan at Rutgers, Arizona at Washington, Washington State at Stanford, and Boise State at Hawaii. Boise State, I believe, was a 12 or 14 point favorite. Again, not a lock. Freebie. I think I take Boise State to cover. Hmm. Yep. Good teams win, great teams cover. Absolutely. Notre Dame, I love your show, guys. Keep it up. Hey, appreciate it, man. We, uh, we're, you know what? I'm normally a Notre Dame hater. But it was time for Dabo Sweeney to get beat. I'm extremely happy for Notre Dame. Yeah, and I I doubted Ian Book, but he's he's played really well. Yeah. I'm extremely happy for Notre Dame. Hopefully they stay in the ACC so someone can cause some trouble for Clemson. Not saying they'll beat Wouldn't them every year. Wouldn't it be hilarious cause some trouble. if the ACC championship wasn't even somebody in the ACC? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. I'd love to see that. All right. You ready for some segments? Yep. We're bad at our jobs. We don't have a Jumbotron. Stupidity is an epidemic. NFL Power Rankings. NFL Power Rankings. So I'm not ready for segments. <laughs> Number one. Where should you? Kansas City. Kansas City. Blame not it. going anywhere. Nope. Nope, nope, Speaking nope, of nope. some... Who's their OC? Let's get them. Well, Andy it's, Reed's. Um, Andy Reed's calling the offense, so it doesn't matter. No, he isn't. It's... Uh, oh, my gosh. He was up for some NFL jobs last year. What is his name? Andy Reed doesn't call the plays? It's it is rumored that no, it's it's this guy. I can't remember his name. Oh, Eric Bieniemy. Was how you say his name? Hmm. Interesting. Number two, who you got? The Bird. The Bird. Pittsburgh. I, I couldn't say tell if you were saying the birds. Oh yes, the bird. I was like, the- I don't have Baltimore. Should I? <laughs> yes, I have Pittsburgh. I had this guy in college, and everybody asked him where he was from. And he was from the bird. The bird. But it was Orangeburg, South Carolina. <laughs> but everybody's like, the bird. I couldn't understand you. <laughs> That's fair. I was confused. I was like, should it be the Ravens? Is this a trick question? No, God, no. Well, you never know, okay? They did get the dog crap beat out of them. All right, who do you have at three? Number three, I got the Saints. Drew Brees is hurt. I was about to say, back in but they for like, you. But it, it was just because people lost this week. I think it's the the Chiefs and the Steelers and everybody else is just to be determined. I want to put the Bills in there. They lost. The Ravens, they lost. But the Bills lost on a last second. 
but then a loss. To an like a play that will never happen again. I've got the Bills. You got the Bills at three. You lose on a last second, Dude. and I think Arizona. I think Arizona is very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. I think they're a very good football team, but they're just inconsistent. I agree. So yeah, I have the Bills there. Okay. It also hurts. Bills moving same. up after a th- after. It hurts because Drew Brees is out. Yeah, that's absolutely. But you'd have the Saints there if he didn't get hurt. I probably saw the Saints at four right now. Okay, who you got at four? Saints, New Orleans. I got the Packers. Didn't look great against the Jaguars. They did win, so they did win. Number four. Who do they have this week? I don't know. I haven't really looked at NFL this week. I know no. I need to for fantasy. Yeah, but I have not either. Number five. I struggle with this one. I can't decide whether to go. Because part of me still believes in Tampa. I got I got Tampa. But, I, well, I think I have to go Packers. Okay. I, I'm between the Packers and Tampa. Gotcha. Because, like you said, the Packers are winning, have been winning consistently, did win. So, I'm, I'm in between. So, Tampa's first out for me, and I've got Green Bay. Yep. I got, I got the Bucks. Didn't look great against the Saints. No. Um, and that's the came back and won pretty scored a lot of points too. Right, that memory of the Saints game will will stay with me. Yeah, so. it will for sure. All right, stupidity, stupidity. Good I don't even Lord. know if I have any. I think I've got some. Don't worry. Oh, Monster me Pac-12 for playing the most insane parlays all the time. The Pac-12 but, is now set to reverse course and allow non-conference games. Yeah, what the f is up with that? <laughs> We're almost done with the season, man. You're already late to the party, and now you're even more late to the party. Right? I don't understand that. Um, I've got—I don't even know his name. Josh, right? It's a NASCAR driver. I sent it to you all, and no one responded. So he posted a picture on Snapchat of a toaster strudel, and with the icing, drew a swastika. Yeah, I saw that. And then, that first off, good on him for being suspended. Second off, this is where the stupidity comes in. That one's just racist piece of shit. This one, he said it was taken out of context and it was done on accident. That is the picture that was on a Snapchat. What a moron. What could he have been drawing? <laughs> I can't show you all right now. You should look it up. It's insane that anyone would be like, ah, this is an accident. Yeah. It's stupid. I guess you got to try it. <laughs> I mean, what an idiot. So I do have one. Um, it's Dan Walken in 2015. Nice. Um, he says, View, very few things in college football feel as inevitable as Michigan winning a national title in the next five years. Yikes. What an idiot. <laughs> I love it. What a moron. So great. Oh, that's all I got, I think. That's all I got, too. Well, all right. In that case, guys, appreciate y'all listening to the show, as always. Hope y'all have a great rest of the week. Good weekend. We'll see you back here on Sunday, more than likely, but we will keep you updated. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. We might have to do something on Saturday. May need to do a... 
Got keys. A little keys to the game action. Might have to. That's all we got. Make Guys, it. go Vols. Hopefully we're better. Start Harrison Bailey. We'll, we'll be better this week. Okay, I appreciate it. This week we'll I, be I, better. I feel the confidence. We'll be better. <laughs> we're bringing the boat in and we out.